you know that little area underneath our stairs where you've designed and dreamt up my podcast studio? Yes. I had an amazing idea for that over over my break. What I want to turn that into. Ooh, can't wait to hear it. Single man sauna. <laughs> How sweet would that be? <laughs> that would be amazing. Right? You can get these sweet little uh, infrared heaters that would heat that thing up in like five minutes. Or less. Line it all. I'd probably do like that half inch like uh, hard foam, line it, and then um, like frame it in, obviously. And then on the inside of that, obviously, I've got cedar at my fingertips. So just like all nice cedar, put a little bench in there. Oh, I think that'd be sweet. Nice little cedar Dry sauna? Um, well, I was looking at the heating unit, so like one of those infrared heaters would be dry, but you can also get the little units that you put the water on the rocks on, which are just an electric heater. But I think the infrared heats up a lot quicker and it's a lot more efficient. Dry. Is it that crazy to put a sauna in your house? The only downside is it'd be way cooler outside in your shed. So you have the, the outdoor walk and the But it would never get used. It would, it would get used like... so little. How, how often are you using the sauna in your nook? Dude, it's like in the basement, so I could use it whenever. After dinner, after Noah goes down, go down for a quick 10-minute sauna. Hey, a- after if you're a, a sauna little... guy, there could be nothing better than a one-man personal sauna in your house, okay? so I'll leave Well, here's the thing. There's no evidence of me being a sauna man. I just <laughs> thought it was a great idea. <laughs> Last time I've been in a sauna, hmm, like it's got to be 10-plus years ago. <laughs> I have no idea when I've been in a sauna. I just thought it'd be cool. I mean, uh, everyone likes it, though. Yeah. Are you are you a hot tub man? No, not really. But you have a hot tub, and now you kind of are a hot tub man. I am now. I am 100% now. I needed one in order to become one. Yeah. I think the same with a sauna. That brings us into some interesting um, 2019 resolutions. Jer, um, you're into them. You're into resolutions. Last year was straight up fitness for you. Do you have any plans for this year, 2019, bringing it in hot? Oh, Calvin, 2019, bringing it in hot, New Year's resolutions. Well, I mean, I think it starts with a little bit of a conversation around our resolution for this podcast. Okay, okay. Resolute. Um, well, I, I want to talk a little bit about it because usually over Christmas, you and I have some time together to talk about our podcast. We're back here together. I think we both still like adventure, like finding adventure in the everyday. Um, we've, we've, uh, in the later half of last year, my computer started slowing down. So we stopped doing interviews, but we need to keep that going. Um, we've actually got some sweet ones queued up too, which I'm very excited about. Yes. So the computer's back and running. We got some interviews yeah. fired up. It's sweet. So I think for the good year for us. Yeah. What do you think? It's like status quo plus or what do you think? Like it's a new year upon us. I don't know what that means. Status quo. Explain You've yourself. Never heard the, oh, I've heard well, the term. No, no, that's good. It's not even part of your vocabulary. We're just up and up and away. Okay. Okay. Great. Yeah, um, but I yeah, I mean, it was interesting. Like, I don't, I don't think I really set any resolutions for this year. The thing, the thing that's been interesting, obviously, with work is like New Year, new sales number. So you're, I'm kind of trying to figure out how to push the envelope in my professional life because I've been doing the same job now for a bunch of years. So that's something that I've been thinking about, but never really came to any, uh, you know, firm conclusions on. I'm not really a resolution guy. Okay, fine. I uh, I made it not a resolution, but I've made a little 2019 challenge for myself. Yeah. And that is in my, and it's to do with work, kind of. So you've heard me tell stories of our accounting department. Yes. So one of the things that guy from accounting does is he drinks a ton of tea and he gets it from his desk and he makes himself a cup of tea up to like six, seven times a day. I track it and it's hilarious. So every time he gets up and makes himself a cup of tea, I do 10 pushups. Right? Are you serious? Yeah. I love I love the ten push up thing. It's so easy to do. Okay, yeah. Um, and then like at the end of the day, I was like, whoa, I just did fifty push ups today. Like in my day. I don't really feel like it doesn't hurt me much. 
to do that throughout the day. <laughs> is it worth anything? I don't know. I I know people where their whole workout routine is 100 push-ups and 100 sit-ups a day, and they're healthy people. Okay, like sporadically like that? Like cup of tea um, guy? No, I think they maybe do it all in, all in one go, but I think it still is putting the physical pressure on your muscles. Right. So, I mean, we should... You know what? We should have like some sort of fitness expert on, but I've always not liked that that um, occupation. But I wonder, you know what I mean? Like, so I'm doing ten at a time, and it's yeah. not that. It's like I feel it, but it's not really that hard for me. I'm not sweating, obviously. So is it even worth doing if I'm not even sweating from it? Uh, yeah, it's still worth doing because I'm exercising those muscles that yeah, don't really see you, any exercise. And even your heart rate will go up for that time, and then it takes a while for right. it to come back down. So. A couple quick it. little work workouts of the heart is always worth it. So what about like sprinting to the photocopier instead of yes, walking? Definitely do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. And the added side benefit of that is if you trip and fall, you'll your body might bruise, but then it heals, which also will rejuvenate, you know, and 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 build resilience. Is this why you got that what doesn't kill me makes me stronger tattoo? Correct. That's what that's based off the bruising? Yeah. Okay, yep. excellent. Okay. That makes a ton um, of sense. So I got that one, but then also the one that I got just over Christmas was the No Pain, No Gain. That's right below the Carpe Diem. Correct. That's, Correct. Okay, you because you kind of saved that spot. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I'd save that spot for it. Right. Oh, awesome. So maybe I'll post some pics later, but... You and I just aren't tattoo guys. I don't know. Could you be a tattoo guy? <laughs> no. Why do you say that so quickly? There's nothing... So, okay, well, here's here's why. I remember thinking about getting a tattoo. Um, I had never really thought seriously about it, but when I did, I was like, hmm, what would I really get and where would I get it? First of all, it was hard to come up with that. And now yeah. where I'm sitting right now, I'm like, okay, I would have that. That would be fine, but I wouldn't be stoked on it. Right. I think the thing I can't I can't ever wrap my head around with a tattoo thing is the why. Like, I, I think I, I'm just, I've just never been that inspired by something to want that. But I feel like if I was, there's not really a big, I don't have a big no way that I wouldn't get one. I think but some tattoos, yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I I think some tattoos are so beautiful and such like right. incredible art. Right. And and then there's a lot of others where it is, it's it's almost like when you see someone, you're always judging them based on usually what they wear or what they look like. Okay. And it's another almost deeper level of judgment that I find you're subjecting yourself to. Mm-hmm. Because so, you're like, whoever you are, I don't know anything about you. And yet, all I know is that you chose to put that on your body for your whole life. Yes, yes. And I, I'm definitely moving towards being a significantly less judgmental person than I once was. Right. Um, but that's probably what it is for me, too, where I'm like, I just... I mean, maybe I could hide it, but I don't need it, so it's not for me, so who's it for? The thing about the singular tattoos are always weird. Like, I never really admire a singular tattoo. What I find really interesting is, is the like, a full sleeve. Like, my brother, right. like, has always had tons of tattoos, but just recently, he's, like, everything's now filled in, and it's, like, a full, huge, badass sleeve, and I'm like, oh, yeah. that actually looks sick now. I never really yes. thought they looked sick before, like, all as individuals. Now it's all tied together. It's like this crazy big thing. And I'm like, oh, that actually looks pretty dope. Yeah. And so to me, then that's like all also all of a sudden different than if you had like a single tattoo of a word what, or like just something that is that almost stands out more than. Yeah, I know. I think so. So I'm, I'm much more a fan of like and I, I do have a friend, Jeremy, that went zero to 60 like he did nothing. And then he just got a full um, half sleeve. Mm. which I respect. I feel like if I were going to do it, that's what I would do because I like the that going all in. You, you know being a I poker man know that term, right? You understand <laughs> going that? All, going all, all in? in. Um, you know what I actually find, um, find interesting? Tell me. Celebrity tattoos. Interesting. I don't know why I do, but I just do. When you're like I love celebs. Bieber, Bieber getting way more tatted and way more tatted and way more tatted, you're like... This guy's so in the public eye that you like just you see what he's doing. Right, right. And it's I like, mean, wow, this guy's so different than he was five years ago, where you'll see some tabloid with a picture of him ten years ago beside himself now, and you're like, wow, that guy's really changed. Yeah, I mean, I think the that's the thing about tattoos. Like, they're gonna be they're gonna over the years look 
and appear more extreme, but the consequences are far less because tattoo removal is going to be just more and more accessible and more like amazingly accurate and, and seamless. Like some of the things yeah. you can do now to actually, if you re- legitimately want to pay and get your tattoo yep. removed, it's no big deal. Hmm. So, hmm. I mean, I Very feel like, yeah, like that's always going to be like, of course people don't ever want to do that. But it's also like, I think that's in the back of people's head. It's like, okay, well, if worst comes to worst, this is an option. Yeah. I think the one thing I do really like about tattoos is I like when people have outlets to express themselves. And I think that is probably the pinnacle of doing that in some way because it is so permanent. It it does have this interesting correlation with art. And it does, I think, it can tell a lot about you as a person and have has have stories that you remind yourself of. So, I mean, I definitely see the merit. Oh, I, I, yeah, I think I've always seen the merit. Um, but yeah, I'm just, I'm never going to say no, never to it. I don't think. Right. Well, let's jump back for a second. You said something that was hilarious where you were like, I wanted to have a fitness person on, but Mm -hmm. like, I, I generally don't really like them. Okay. I don't like fitness people. Can I tell you why? They always like, they're so wrapped up in their opinion. If you have like two fitness guys from two different gyms, they would tell you, they would contradict each other so many times. It's like <laughs> gross. They all think that their way of doing it is the best way. And like, I just feel like there's like a million ways to skin this cat of fitness. You know what? You know what's the other funny part about it too is, of course, when you get intense about fitness, you also get wildly intense about nutrition. Nutrition. Oh my. And yes, I'm like, Jeremy. I have been on this earth for a solid uh, couple of decades, almost three, and I've been fine. And I'm fine. <laughs> and I do know that when I'm eating healthier, I feel better. I have more energy. When I'm getting more sleep, I feel better. I have better energy. But like, eating healthy is not this wildly complicated like thing that you can get wrong it's like no eat vegetables don't eat junk food uh you're good it's like you have this inerrant like when you're eating shit food it's like uh yeah like i shouldn't eat that much it's pretty obvious i feel like but that that's not fair jared like you and i are still like pretty like strong metabolism people right like that's gonna catch up with us in the next probably 10 years right that'll yeah, be, that'll we'll be a huge to... flop in our lives I like think we'll have to can we'll have to eat healthier as we get older. Yeah, I think it'll just be the consequences will be far more. You're saying that because you know what? You're right. There hasn't been much in the way of consequences for eating whatever you want, and you're but you don't have radical behavior with eating in either direction. But I feel like once you get into an age where like whoa, that burger's like really hammering me, which I you and I have never felt that. You're right. I'm saying that to a, a degree, and of course I agree, and that's been my situation. All I'm saying is when someone goes wild on telling you all these nutrition facts and what I need to be putting in my body, and it needs to be this type of protein versus that type of protein, I'm and, like, and no. And 25? <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, no. I understand what healthy eating is. Yes. And I don't need a weird supplement or a this or a that. It's just like make healthy meals and eat them. It almost seems like there's no fitness for the everyday man. Like the fitness that we get, like I don't want an instructor that can bench press 450 pounds. <laughs> I want someone like slightly stronger than me that can be like, yeah, I was like you a month ago, but here's how I got this far. Because I, my goal isn't to do anything like extreme like that. You want the one month progress guy. <laughs> yeah, like I just want him to like, like a piano teacher only has to be one lesson ahead of the student. That's essentially <laughs> what I want. I think you're pretty much there with your push-up routine. Right. Yeah. Like, is there any, anything more? Maybe I'll do sit-ups? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Anyways, I thought there's there's an interesting uh, link there between nutrition people and tattoo people. Not because – just because they're both uh, – can be very intense, right? It's because they wear their opinion on their sleeve, literally. Great right? pun. Right? <laughs> That'd be a <laughs> – it's got to be a shop of that name somehow. Uh, there's definitely something there. I'll, I'll give you that. You can write Good. that down for your comedy Good. routine. Yeah, you know what? The other thing I've been seeing is those um, those Peloton machines are like blowing up and like been so... What tra- machines? Peloton. Like those um, spin machines. Just like this oh. really trendy... It's like a, it's like a really beautiful looking 
um, stationary bicycle and it has like a huge like big kind of like a Tesla iPad screen on it and you can like take live classes and it's all like very social and interactive. So those things are kind of blowing up. But you're in your house. Yeah, in your house. Because you put it in your house, you buy this thing, you buy the app and I think you maybe have to pay like a monthly thing for a um, subscription but it's all like live classes and then like if you got one and I got one like we would be in the same class and can challenge each other etc I'm sure there's loads more details that I'm not understanding anyways I, I keep seeing I am those hearing about this for the first time right now that makes so much sense and actually sounds awesome google it peloton they're pretty sick looking wow so it's like Jared, a spin it's like spin class in your house yeah Jared, they have financing <laughs> <laughs> Financing available, dude. Get one now. $100 a month for the first 12 months, and then it's $50 a month, and then it's $20 a month for the third year. Perfect. Probably is like that. It's probably like a $5,000 bike or something, and then... I don't think it's crazy. I think it's like uh, $1,500. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that is very cool, and that I like that integration of technology and fitness, and that is oh, I love it. making things more accessible. Because that's it the is. whole thing, right? Like, you find a good community of people, and... Um, I, 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 yeah, community so important. Community. <laughs> Jared, um, I have to tell you an amazing story about buying a bottle of wine. All right. So uh, we were having some, this is before Christmas, and we were having some friends over. And uh, I went to pick up dinner, which was yep. um, everyone got their own quarter chicken dinner from Swiss Chalet, which is a great dinner. And then I was picking up a couple no bottles comment. of wine. And uh, I wasn't at an LCBO, but I was at, um, in Ontario, we have very strict liquor laws and so we you can get it at one government establishment called the lcbo and then there's also these things called a wine shop and they basically just sell ontario wine so i was at one of those goofy little wine shops and i was buying a bottle of wine a couple and there was nobody in there and uh so it's a little bit awkward because it's a small little shop and the lady there like has nothing to do so she was like wanted to be very helpful and she was and so she said oh can i get you a sample of anything and i was like oh yeah sure so she has two bottles there where she's been pouring samples out and she has actual like glasses of wine and i'm out, out looking at some wine and she comes up to me behind me swings her arm around me hands me a full glass of wine no <laughs> yeah which is a <laughs> Just like, whoa. All right. We're getting into something here. Wow. <laughs> so like I'm drinking it and I drank the whole thing. And then right. at, at a certain point, like we're talking about the wine and she has me a bottle. It's a $50 bottle of wine. So A, I'm like, this is nice. Like I'm going to drink this whole thing. And then she's trying to sell me on the wine, like on this, buying this bottle. But there's no freaking way I'm going to do that. She and poured her- you a glass of the $50 wine. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Wow. I'm surprised yeah. they opened that. That's amazing. I don't get it, Jer. I don't get this at all. Yeah, but she did. Um, and then she tells me this amazing line uh, as we're talking. This is almost immediately after she handed me the wine. And she <laughs> said to me, um, no, Jer, I'm telling the story completely wrong. There was a $50 bottle of wine that was right beside it. And then she poured okay. me a non $50 bottle of wine. Okay. And then she hands it to me and says to me, this one's got the body without the price. Got the what? Sorry. This one's got the body without the price in a very like <laughs> as if you're as if you're cutting out at the exact punchline. Say that one more time. She said to me, this one's got the body without the price. <laughs> <laughs> in like a really flirty way. <laughs> Did you say she put her arm around you when she gave you the wine that like came up from behind you? Yeah. And like wrapped the wine like around my around to my front. <laughs> so i've never been in one of the stores but like obviously i'm going back it's great i mean if you have 10 minutes go in there and just like Get pour a- yourself a big glass of wine <laughs> was this the one at the grocery store it was not or no was it was a, a standalone s- it was a standalone wow yeah i know do you She's think totally she was dead. drunk i don't know jer um she did not join me with the wine but like the bottle was almost empty, so I feel like that's why she just like gave me a whole glass because it was probably going down the drain otherwise. She would most definitely not be drinking while you're around. But if that's like a loner store in a plaza, right, right, yeah, then it's very yeah, it's exactly what it was. That's hilarious. It's very funny. Anyway, who knew? Uh, you know, buying a bottle of wine could be so adventurous. I know, Jer. So funny. And then while I was in the states, I was really wanting to pick up a case of that wine, um, two buck Chuck. 
Remember yeah. a, few, a few months ago, um, The Hustle did a big spread on that, or did they, they did a better article on it. And I, I also find listened it to anywhere. a really cool podcast about it. Yeah, it was really well done, but I couldn't they find only that stuff s- anywhere. They only sell it at one place. Trader Joe's? Correct. Oh, I didn't go to Trader Joe's. That was your problem. But I looked it up online, and they said they had it at the Target, and it, it wasn't there. Oh, uh, might have been out. So, oh. anyways, I was bummed. Speaking of dirt cheap booze, guess what I experienced for the first time? Homebrew. Nope. Uh, free beer. Uh, an open bar. Um, the return of prison rum. a beer, thanks to Doug Ford. Return of? Yeah. Was it a thing? Don't you remember that huge headline where it was like, Buck a beer's back, and everyone was like, Doug, why are you wasting your time bringing Buck a beer back? Do stuff that's more important. Yeah, I remember that being a thing. Like, So what's the deal with it? Well, you can get it now, finally. So Someone's well, making it. So what did you get? Like, is it in a little can? It is a four-pack of bottles for $4.40. It's amazing. And the, the 40 it cents is, amazing. is the bottle price. And it's, of course, it's cheap beer, but like you drink sure. any other normal light beer, and it tastes exactly you don't the same. Know. And frankly, has a richer amber color. So I'm like, well, something's happening here. Something's a little bit. Where'd you get it? I got it at the LCBO, and it was hilarious because I was making a big deal of it when I was getting it. And then the lady who was selling it got so fired up, and she's like, yeah, it's actually really good. It gets delivered every Friday, so make sure you come in like first thing on Friday because it sells out really fast. <laughs> that's hilarious. And was it decent? Yeah, it was, of course. Of course yeah, it was fine. Awesome. Of course it was good. But who, So who's making it? What company? Uh, it's, <laughs> it's called Cool. Cool? Cool Beer. So I'll have to, I'll have to look out for that. Yeah, look out for that in LCBO. It also made me happy because anytime I'm like have some friends over and like we'll have like a hot tub, it's like obviously you'll have a couple of drinks. I'm like, this is the perfect mix for like a weeknight hot tub with a guy. Just like four dollars and forty cents a beer, two each hot tub. The price point is just primo, and the enjoyment factor is through the roof. It's unbeatable. That's amazing. If you get your it. sauna fired up and had a cool in there, you your life you wouldn't believe the value you're getting. I feel like that's pretty dangerous to start sucking back dollar beers in a sauna. <laughs> <laughs> How long until someone pours the beer over the rocks? <laughs> <laughs> We've all been in this situation as teenagers at the pool where someone pees on the thing. <laughs> you just start huffing beer fumes. That always happened because I swam all through school, Jer. So yeah. I was in the pool five days a week. And there was a there was a sauna there, and guys always peeing on it. That's horrible. That's a like wrong would, thing to do. <laughs> well, it's like sixteen year olds, right? And so we'd be in there, and then as we leave, someone pees on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, like that's just so classic. So classic. You know the other classic thing to do, which I bet kids do not do anymore now. Is dial nine one one on payphones? Hmm. Do you ever do that? No. No. I I, th- I feel like you and your friends were significantly more rebellious than than mine. Oh, okay. Because you went to the private school, high school. Actually, that's interesting. I think it might even be because we lived out in the country, so the rebellious stuff we did wasn't like public nuisance stuff. Right. Right. Where like right. I was I was a hood rat. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. living in yeah downtown paris ontario like what a weird place well i didn't go to school you know what the reason a lot of that reason was because i didn't go to school in the city that i lived in so okay. i could just do whatever i wanted and then you could go home after it all right i just went to a whole different county when i went home wow. um speaking of dialing nine one one, jer um fantastic podcast that i've just finished off and you told me that you also listened yeah uh, sorry i'm blanking on the name of it uh this uh, sounds th- serious this sounds serious Great. I highly, highly recommend this podcast if you're looking for a new little mini series to get into, which I really was and uh, had a blast listening to it. So great. So well done. We'll, ju- we'll just give a quick overview because it's actually, it's, it's, definitely it's worth essentially, talking about. yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's a comedy podcast. It's essentially a spoof on these really serious um, crime, um, you know, true, murder mystery true crime. podcasts, true crime podcasts. And it takes a lot from like, it's really, it's a mockumentary of like serial and um, S town. I feel like a combination of serial and S town, like the story. Yep. Yeah. And the other thing that I really liked about it is it was made by some of our favorite uh, content creators, the guys who 
are the uh, the geniuses behind the satirical news show This Is That. Mm-hmm. So this is their you new do, thing. It's awesome. You do that, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, um, yeah, it's just a, so that podcast, and there's actually one that The Onion did as well, I think it was called, oh yeah, it was called A Very Fatal Murder. Oh yeah. Um, and it, and that one was actually really um, good for me to listen to as I'm writing and uh, mm-hmm. producing my podcast that is a true story, but has this like funny and jokey flair to it, because, right, right. Um, so, so that, when I listened to A Very Fatal Murder, it was this really big breakthrough for me because the episodes were between 10 and 20 minutes and oh. I kept getting bogged down in my writing and in my storytelling because I was like, Oh my gosh, like how am I going to do an hour of content per episode and blah, right. blah, blah. And, it, and so to listen to that story, I was like, Oh my gosh, doesn't need if to be you're, an hour. if you're a great storyteller, exactly. It doesn't need to be an hour and you can get through a lot in a little bit of time. So that was when I had this breakthrough and like got my first episode. That's a like huge breakthrough. Very rough copy, like 10 minutes. I was like, okay, no, no, no. Get in, um, set the stage for why you're at the camp. Basically tell about the pranks that happened and then open open it up to who the suspects could be and then just end it. And then all of a sudden right. I was like, oh my gosh, that felt so good to get this rough draft out. And I was just overwhelmed because I didn't know... Like I didn't know what I had permission to do or not to do, and I had a I had it framed wrong in my mind. And right. that podcast, uh, this sounds serious, and a very fatal murder, really kind of helped me a, a lot, which was kind of cool. That's that's great. Yeah, that, that's because you're totally right. I mean, especially with that genre of podcast, I don't really want to listen to more than 25 minutes of that because I'm really entertained by it. But it's also, um, I mean, I don't know, just the way my brain listens to it. I mean. I know it's not a real thing, so I don't want it to go for an hour. That's way too long. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. And I think that's what was kind of nice for me where I'm like, oh, I also have like this overwhelming amount of audio. So I'm right. like, well, what's important and what do I like? And okay, I might like it, but it, it does it serve the story? And so I was like, no, 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 serve the story first. And then if there's something cool you like and you want to find a spot for it, put it in or just get over it and just leave it, leave it out. But I think you're at the point now like where if you're feeling like you have dry spots or things you want to contribute to the story, like I don't see any reason why you can't start adding in like fictional commentary or fabricating things. Because I think that's going to add so much to that storyline because you already have a really good base. Yeah. And I don't add that in now. And yeah, I also don't want to I don't want to fabricate, but there's lots of room to like embellish appropriately. So like, yes. Like, like I can make up a theory that is connected that's totally fictional and totally crazy, but still right. is like and a, funny, theory. a funny theory that theoretically could be true. That's why it's mm-hmm. a theory, but, but still is just kind of funny and jokey, right? Right, right. And we did talk about those things. It was I, I did a bunch of listening to the footage uh, or to mm-hmm. the, the audio over the break, and I was like, oh, man, we had some hilarious conversations, and it's funny how serious we took this, and that's like all part of it. So anyway, yes, great podcast, and it was inspiring to me in a way that helped me be more creative. I love it. Cool. Um, and that Jared, might like, that that is kind of one of the my resolutions for this year is to kind of make some more headway and maybe even get that podcast out this year, but not to let it. I have finally found some momentum on it. So that's very exciting. Do you want me to hold you accountable with that? Because I want you to do that. No, I don't want you. Okay. Nope. Good. Okay. Thank you. Well, maybe if if I can hold you accountable for doing another comedy set. Yeah, no, I'd love that. Um, I do have like, I did some planning over the break for stuff like that. And then I have another little side project I've been working on. That's kind of secret. So I spent some quite a bit of time on that as well. Love it. It's not secret. Doesn't have to be secret. It's a newsletter. You no, know leave it. it se- leave it secret. Yeah. Um, no, bleep that out. What, but what were you about to say? Um, no, I just wanted to like catch up with you. Like, how are you? Are you okay? Your hair's getting a little like long, and I just haven't talked to you in about four weeks. Just yeah, I'm starting starting a new hairstyle. Okay, cool, cool. Yep, top ponytail, pigtail. Correct. Um. But yeah, I think I think as we kind of, you know, this has been a, already a fun catch up. But before we before we wrap up this episode, let's get, yeah, like catch up a little bit on the adventures we had over the holidays because we're okay, cool. We we really kind of chilled into the new year with this podcast, but we oh, yeah. we did a lot over the break and and I was making fun of you on our Instagram that you were gone for so long because th- you were. I really was. I was gone for like three weeks, three plus weeks. 
Um, yeah, Jer, I mean, we decided very kind of last minute to drive down to Florida. So we've never done that before, but um, we just went for it, and it was awesome. I'm so happy we decided to do that. Um, the drive down like took us 26 hours, which seems like a long time, but when you're in the zone and just going for it, it, it did not feel that bad at all. And then on the way home, it, we made it in 22. So With baby. Yeah, with a baby. Can you stand it? That's what, yeah, you say that sounds long. I'm like, no, I feel like it would take like three days with baby. I know. Just hammered it out in 22 hours. So Nice. That was sweet. I felt like I accomplished so much on that drive because I did the drive. Just doing the drive felt, felt like a good accomplishment. Just doing the drive, yeah. And just like debunking that like, oh, you can't do that with a baby. Like, you're crazy. No, not at all. No problem. Remember when we did that drive in the RV with three couples? That's a nightmare. You know what? That's the last time I've driven down to Florida. And I feel like it put a really bad taste in my mouth because on the way home, we had so many issues and it took like so long. And I'm like, I'm never driving to Florida again. It took so long. But if you take the right vehicle and go like cruise control 135 the whole way, like it's you're there. That's hilarious that that's your recollection of that drive. Now that you say that, I remember that. But right mm-hmm. now when i first brought that up i was like oh how awesome was it that we did that <laughs> no that's awesome but i had lo- i was thinking about that a lot on our drive and i was like yeah like we took the same route i mean like just thinking about like doing that trip into like because we did it in the rv like that was all part of the fun of it was doing it in the rv yeah. but for us like we just want to get there the drive home in the rv sucked way more than the drive there yes oh yeah and sure. but that's if always you think the case. about it like the average speed of the RV was probably 80. And if you're saying you were going 130, that's a huge difference. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah. That's a huge difference. Yes, I can imagine. We did it. We literally yeah. did it. No, like that, like that, like side by side comparison of like we both yeah. leave at the same time and having to pull over like five times more <laughs> for, gas. for gas and then yeah. waste. Yeah. Well, and having was... six people like then, yeah, like, yeah, you, yeah. you know, I always make fun of like how long people are to you know change over at a gas station like it's basically an hour per pullover but like we did it so efficiently on the way down it was it was amazing that's awesome and what was so uh great about the vacation um it was just really chill like we always love going down to kate's parents place there so um the nice thing was having our car down there and we didn't set a hard end date so we ended up staying a whole extra week than what we thought so we got this like really really long time just to hang out down there and i worked from there for the second week and it was really nice the weather was amazing so we just decided it's not usually that great of weather it's like a total gamble yeah so it was really nice um, weather so it was just really hard not to stay i was glad you got to see ben as well saw ben quite a few times yeah he's down there he drove down uh and trailered down his motorcycle nice um so you know we got to tutor on that thing a lot which was fun that is sweet. Did you were you mostly with him when you had it, or did you take it some for some solo trips? No, I just borrowed it for an afternoon by myself, and just went around the island on a motorcycle. Right, so dreamy. That's amazing. Yeah, I have driven motorcycles before. Like my dad, and my brother grew up with them, but um, I never really, I never owned one, and I definitely don't have my motorcycle license. Um, but you know, Florida, no one seems to care. You don't even need a helmet. To you drive legit motorcycle there. just drove around. Yes. And so Ben and I were joking and like Ben had a helmet and I was like, yeah, of course I'm going to wear the helmet. And he's like, yeah, but you don't need to. It's not the law here. I was like, yeah, <laughs> but I'm going to wear the helmet. <laughs> and then we're like, what's the like w- the law got put in place for motorcycles? And then like, oh, yeah, of course, everyone, you know, you need to wear a helmet with a motorcycle. But then there must have been like this like group that was like, no way we are not wearing helmets. <laughs> Then, like, the law is like, uh, okay, like, you don't have to wear the helmet. <laughs> like, it's a law, but you don't have to wear one if you don't want to, I guess. Right. But it, it seems to make sense to make it a law. Very similar to a seatbelt, how that saves your life, almost guaranteed. The helmet's really going to help if you tip over on a motorcycle. We are not wearing a helmet. We will not do it under any circumstance. <laughs> Man, there's a lot of people that don't wear them, though. I would say more people don't wear them than do, for sure. That's crazy. And that's, like, so weird with the culture it creates, right? Where if you're one of the ones who does wear it, like, eh, loser. It's not so much loser. It's, like, wearing a helmet sucks. It's uncomfortable. It's super hot and sweaty. 
Yeah. So it's obviously not nice. And you're down in Florida. Like, you just want that nice salty air in your hair. Right. You know? Blowing through. And how was that? How was that experience? It's amazing. Just yeah. shredding down those little roads. You know, it's like it's such a great spot for a motorcycle. Yeah, totally. Totally perfect. And that's such a primo little unit. Yes. Yeah, it's a great little unit. That's awesome. Yeah, you definitely can't, like, go super fast on that thing. I think Ben said he got up to 70 miles uh, one little drag strip on the island, and he said it was really sketchy. <laughs> yeah, that would be sketchy. He's also, like, admittedly, he was like, wait, he's way too big for that bike. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Like, you were too big for that bike. No, I was, like, the perfect size. It's, like, the perfect size for me. Yeah. At, like, 160 pounds, like, 5'10". Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he's, no, like, it was, that's, that's got sweet. 50 pounds on me, probably. Well, you know, I I was really glad for the three of you that you could have such a good time down there. Like Noah looked like he had just the best time. It's a you know what, man, like with a kid, it's such a different way of doing like a like a vacation. But it was just great. We just got set up in a nice routine and he just loved life down there. Well, and it is crazy because next year he will be so different than this year. Right. Yeah, all the different activities. Yeah. Right. So like a full year, like like that's just such a precious memory to hold in time. It is hilarious, Jared. Like I'm we're really getting into activity mode with him. Yeah. Because he's just like he's almost two years old. So like I just got back from getting him his hockey helmet or a skating helmet rather. Yeah. So he's got some skates now. He's Come got on. A helmet for it. There's gear to go along with everything. Wow. Which kid skating is kind of hilarious because like. All it means is me going to be hunched over, killing my back, dragging the kid along. <laughs> and that's skating. Yeah. And we're that's skating. Activity. That's what we're that's doing. That's it. Yeah. And then everyone just praises the kid for skating. Can you believe he's skating? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. So I got some skates for Christmas, and I've yeah. never owned a pair of skates before. I don't play wow. hockey. I don't skate. That's so I got pretty really, much me. I got these really nice skates for Christmas, and I had no idea, so I was, like, really pumped. I took them in this morning to Canadian Tire to get sharpened, uh, and they get, I'm just waiting there for them to get sharpened, so Noah and I are just walking around, and uh, I hear, like, a couple, like, pretty, like, nasty grinder sounds, and I'm like, oh, better go check up, see what's happening. They completely ruined my skates. What? Like, ground, like, this huge, big divot in the, in this, in the uh, middle of one skate. No. Like, oh, sorry. We uh, destroyed the skates. <laughs> Pretty are you s- Are you serious then what they do? Yeah. Well, then they're like, okay, yeah, well, we'll replace them. But then they didn't have the ones that I had because I did, actually didn't buy these skates. Um, so they didn't have the same ones to replace them. So I had to get a lower level of skate. No. Yeah. So here's the crazy thing, Jared. Canadian Tire Arm was really disappointed. They're always so good at returns, so good at refunds. Um, so I'll just it'll make more sense if I give you the numbers. So I had a hundred and sixty dollar skate, which they yes. ruined. They had it there that didn't have my size. So I was right. like, okay, well I just I want a skate. I don't care. I've never had skates before, just give me the cheaper ones, which were ninety dollars. So I was like, okay, give me the ninety dollar skates. If we go up to the till, she's like, okay. Um, and I said, like, I don't have a receipt. Like, I don't even know how much they were. So you'll have to just give me the price, the refund of what the price is, which was $160. And she says, oh, well, they were a Christmas gift, right? Yeah. She's like, well, they were probably bought between December 5th and December 23rd. And those skates mm. were on sale for $105. No. And I was like, that, I was like, you know what? That's probably the case, but that's really bad business. So you need to give me them for $160. And so it was actually a fairly decent battle. And I finally, finally got them to agree. And the best they were going to do is give me store credit for a 160. And I was like, yeah. fine, like just give me the store credit. And then that didn't work. So they ended up having to just give me the, put it on my debit. But Oh, dude, I was going to say, I was going to say it. like, for sure they're going to give you store credit. I never thought they would even give you the actual money. That's amazing. Yeah, so they gave me the actual money. But like, ah, I was like pretty disappointed that it was that big of a battle because it's n- I've never had that before with them. It's always been super easy. Was it that big of a battle for store credit or just the cash or both? No, store credit. Hmm. That, yeah, that was the one to give with store credit and then finally the cash. So Yeah, usually they would be pretty good. I'm glad you got there in the end, but that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. The bozo person who so bozo. I'm it's like so fun because all my buddies that play hockey here, they're like, oh yeah. I was asking them like, where do you get skate sharp? And they said, yeah, you can go to Source for Sports or go to Canadian Tire, but like, don't go to Canadian Tire because it's a crappy sharpen. But they right. said like, but you'll never notice because I don't skate. Right. So I just right. took it there and I had to get a helmet. 
Um, yeah, and then <laughs> sure enough, they just destroy like a uh, pair of skates. That has to be one of the easier things to learn about that job. And it's like, yeah, um, I don't know. Don't you it think? It just seemed like it was just you lock them into the machine and and push a button. There's really no skill required. Hmm. Interesting. So I don't know. Who knows? Anyways. Maybe the machine's screwed up. But you got your skates and life is good. Right. Life is good. I mean, it's minus 21. So we're now we're like, oh, it's kind of cold to skate today. And actually, you're well ahead of the curve because if, if you got $90 skates plus $70 on your card, you're like laughing. I know. I came out laughing. Yeah. I really good. think I did. Yeah. That's good. That's so. worth whatever time you spent to me. Yeah. Um, did you have like a particularly uh, meaningful moment down in Florida or over the over the holidays? Like anything where you're like, wow, that was really great. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Um, it felt really nice to be able to work remotely, which I'm not used to doing. Yeah. But I did, you and I talked about this a bit, like I did quite well working from a vacation sort of situation, which is really nice. Yeah, during that Um, Had an amazing moment. So like Kate's sister found this old uh, skim board in the condo. Cool. And we're like, oh yeah, let's take this down to the beach and try it out. So she's like a 12. So she's like playing around with it at the beach and like can't really figure it out. So she's like, yo, can you come and pray around this? I've never done one before. So do you know what it is? Like it's like that really thin plywood board. You're supposed to put it in like an inch of the water as it, as the um as the wave goes as the wave kind of sucks back, and then you run, jump on, and slurp around. So like yep. I understand the concept. I saw some kids doing it earlier in the day. I go drop it down there. Full. I have my like I just my bathing suit on, but like my shirt on and everything. Full bore sprint. Jump on this thing. Slams down in the sand. I just launch into the water. <laughs> <It's good. laughs> It was like, unbelievable. Like it just, <laughs> it would like, like so full body fling. Like if you knew that would have happened, it's like punching yourself in the face. You could never do it because you, no. you're conscious of it. But when you're not conscious of the consequences, you just went for it. Just launched, and then you're just like crumpled and splattered into like two inches of water in the sea. <laughs> <laughs> it's like ah, oh. that is so so brutal. Primo. Yeah, like how classic is that? Of uh, it's such a classic tourist move to get one of those things and like try and figure it out. Just I I, I love that. Probably a lot <laughs> like of people sunglasses saw you. like knocked out. Yeah, so good. I love that you're like like. Oh, and that's the other thing. Oh, Literally, man. everyone was watching in our group. It was hilarious. Yeah, like that's Every, such a everyone good saw it. Such a good memory for everybody. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um. One kind of fun thing and that then, you know, um, just doing the regular sandal thing, just shredding Christmas bikes was one everywhere. Of our, and you're just shredding bikes everywhere. So you were saying something you got for Christmas? Yeah. So one thing that was really cool that uh, Katie and I got for Christmas from a relative was uh, a really interesting. Um, it's like a giant poster of our family tree on my oh, grandmother's wow. side. So it's my dad's mom and all of her siblings. And then the branches that come off of that. So it's like my aunts and uncles, Whoa. but also my, like, I don't know, whatever that would be, aunts and uncles once removed, then all of their kids. And then so that was so interesting. And then back from there, it was like my grandma, but then her parents, then her parents' parents, then their parents' parents. So there's like these all the way back to like people's names, but with no either birth dates or no death dates and then like behind them Whoa. it just says unknown and it was just so cool to look at our family tree Whoa. and to be like wow all like and just to visualize every thing that's like happened that's such a great way to lay it all out like to, to actually understand like the whole first cousin second cousin thing like that's often hard to like really comprehend when you're just talking to your parents about it or whatever, but to have it all laid out there is such a cool way to explain it all to people. Totally. And yeah, like we knew some relatives came from Germany, but like, how are they connected and how are we even related? Yeah, like, so how far back is your German like lineage? Well, it's actually like Poland and the Ukraine and all kinds of other crazy stuff as you go back. Um, Wait, so you're not German? Well, I mean, I am, but I'm not. Like, I'm everything. Oh, gosh. It was like, it's like kind of present-day Germany, but yeah, I'm a weird mixed breed, you know? 
you are basically like some East European sausage <laughs> of a person. <laughs> Correct. Just like I think we all are if you go back for further and further, you know? Oh, you're but right, the crazy right. thing about it was this was just to get to my grandmother, which got to me. So there are four oh. of these posters theoretically out there, obviously, one for each grandparent on each side. So even that was like mind blowing to think about. And it was just really kind of special to look back and think about all of the hardships and struggles of my ancestors and to see like my grandma's siblings who either died in the war or died at birth. Right. Like there were two of her siblings who died uh, as infants and it was so, so just like a really good thing to look at to increase my, Hmm. I don't know, gratitude and appreciation for, I don't know, life. It was, it was pretty meaningful to look at. That's amazing. Was that now someone that did all the work to put that together or was there some sort of, computer software yeah i, I don't know the, f- the full answer to that it's a, i think a little bit of column a and a little bit of column b like there was one yeah. aunt who spearheaded it and um i mean obviously you have to provide information so well now it's probably a lot that of was interesting because katie is on there as my spouse and for i don't we don't know how they got this but it like says where she was born in montreal we're like well we never told them that like <laughs> like says the, the hospital oh. or like the town so clearly really? there's the info out there that someone did do some some research for so that's kind of cool that's very cool that's a nice that's a great gift what are you gonna like is it how, bi- how big is the poster um like movie poster size wow and yeah and like nice. small writing like really small writing right that's a ton of information. I know it. It, it was wow. so cool. It was so cool. Um, and then another interesting gift was um, my other aunt on my mom's side, kind of wrote uh, a story of her memories of her grandmother, which would be my great grandmother. So we have this really nice little uh, piece of history of my grandma, my great grandma, who I of course never even really came close to meeting. So that's just neat to keep some of that sort of family history stuff alive. So. Oh, Jer, that's amazing. I'm so happy for you guys. You know, so my break wasn't all that eventful. We we obviously stuck around, but I uh, ran a little poker tournament, which was a ton of fun. Uh, yeah, you're really, you're really into poker I right j- now. I am just kind of freaking yeah, me out. Yeah, you're allowed to be freaked out. Like a, it, does it say anywhere on that tree if there's like a gambling addiction? <laughs> See, I'm in I'm, your hi- family history. The good, the good part about me is, you know, I don't really have an addictive personality, and I'm not putting big money on the line here, nor will I ever. I'll never do that. That's what everyone says. All right. How can you say that? You'll never put big money on the I line. I want you to know that this podcast is accountability for me. So just saying it out loud means it's going to come true. Yeah. Okay. So. But anyway, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think. If, I'm trying to think if there's other stuff that that happened while while we were both gone. Um, um well, I mean, if now is the time, Jared. Tell me straight up. <laughs> did anything happen that I need to know about? Yeah, I'm actually going to need you to uh, uh, verify an alibi. The cops will probably be coming okay. by in the next couple of weeks, but let's just take that off. Excellent. Take that offline if that's okay with you. We'll do that off the record. That's fine. We can do so that. So that's one thing. Um, and the other thing that we should talk about briefly is uh, that I need mm-hmm. to know about is, is the RV being stored properly right now or is it getting absolutely destroyed hey. by the elements? I mean, what do you mean destroyed by? I mean, I walked around it actually Thursday. I was out there and I went and have a little boo. And it's doing great. It is? It really is. Is it yeah, outside or under really a well. thing? It is outside, bearing the full brunt of this weather. Okay. Poor old RV. Poor girl. Um, I mean, what do you mean, K? What, what do you, what's the alternative? You said you could park it under a roof. I said I was working on that. Well, did you work on it or no? I did, and I failed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, fail, admitting you failed is the first step. Yeah. Thank you. Um, but the, yeah. the the bucket of rocks is holding for our sunroof. Bucket of rocks is great. Um, yeah, it doesn't appear that there's been any break-ins. That's good. We had to put we put some no marijuana smoking signs around uh, work recently. <laughs> That's <laughs> you're serious now. A proactive thing. Yeah, I'm serious. Yeah, I believe that. I believe that wholeheartedly. No smoking. 
Yeah, or actually there were actually there are actually no smoking and no vaping signs. That is awesome. I think you have to have them now at businesses. Yeah, I think you do. Vaping is so big. I think you do. We gotta get into vaping. Feel like I'm missing out on something <laughs> big. You're missing out on something huge. Huge. Um, okay, well that's good. That's good if that's the R if the R V is, is safe and sound. Um do not fret. Oh, Jared. dude, this is the one other little adventure I had over the break that was really fun. All right, do tell. Um, it was on Twitter. Only fun for me, really, that people might find this silly. Um, you know that like a big part of our philosophy of adventure is like learning new things and trying new skills, right? Or I guess learning yes. new skills, trying new things, right? Um, mm-hmm. I asked for Christmas for a new... Uh, deck for my car and i bought like a sub and amp off of kijiji and so i installed a new car stereo in my car no way way. that is awesome and i like rip how fun was that ripped up the dash and my little sister came to help me because she's done it before and she had all these cool tools to like pop up all the clips so that you could put it back together properly and I, right, I, right. I wired up the system and like pulled up all the skirting on the side of my car and ran cables down the side and punched a hole through the firewall for the power cable and hooked up the fuse box and grounded the amp and got everything going. And I now have Apple CarPlay in my old car and sub and a subwoofer. And I have to say, I am so happy that car, I've breathed new life into it. I'm very much in favor of um, adding things into your car that'll bring you a little bit of joy because we spend a lot of time in there. And get this, like so it doesn't well, just add a well little bit yourself. of joy. Like I now have a touch screen in there that runs my iPhone and anytime my iPhone updates, I have the most up-to-date CarPlay. So it it really does bring my whole car from like a 2007 to like if I were to get a, a new car, it would not add significant amount no. more joy than what this car did for five hundred a five hundred dollar upgrade. I'm like so You're pumped right. about it. So tell me the first song that you played on the new system. The first song I played on the new system was a counterpart song. Ah, I thought you were gonna say gold. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, no, I, I left really that song in 2018. Don't tell Ben. <laughs> right okay ben so sorry again again so sorry yeah. so anyway so that was my other little mini adventure that i thought was really cool and just so fun to that's not that many well thank you because it was a f- like four or five hours of work with my sister like we were that's a scary job if you've never done it before like that's ooh, like ripping your car apart. yeah yeah but it was yeah that was really fun to do and i really do feel like i learned a new skill like i had to yeah, like it was really fun to do it, and I was pretty nervous to do it, obviously, but it was cool to rip it apart and put it all back together. Wait till your buddies from uh, Dundas High come and see this. Dude, they're going to be pumped, that's for sure. Yes, they're going to go gaga. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, that was my last little anecdote uh, over the over the Great, holidays, and awesome. uh, we can wrap her up. Let's wrap her up, Jer. We're back, 2019. D- don't get into any 2019 stuff, Jared. Like, that's everyone just cool it with 2019 shoutouts. Well, we don't need to do that. And at frankly, all. this is why we waited until now to release this first episode. Like, think about it. Everyone's already given up on their New Year's resolutions. 2019 is like right. basically over. So who cares? Let's move on. Let's just move on. Continue on with life. Let's continue on with life. Um, let's get out there. Let's find some adventure. Great. We'll see you next time. Yeah.